0: Welcome to Talkin' Far, Far Away. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. You are not a Jedi. And join Brick City Blockade as we discuss the canon of a galaxy far, far away. All right, welcome, Star Wars fans, to a special edition of Talkin' Far, Far Away. You'll notice that this is not Robin, this is a Brian Fontaine in the host chair, and this week we're lucky enough to sit down with Star Wars fan Katie McFarlane who we recently met at Nashua comic fest 2017 a couple weeks ago so Katie welcome thank you so Robin usually has the ability to talk with Star Wars fans across the globe but it's also mm-hmm. nice to talk to somebody in our own backyard yeah, yeah. in New Hampshire so um, it's great with uh, I didn't think we'd have much to talk about today but then Anthony Bresnikan at Entertainment Weekly just decided that it was time for his fall movie preview to, to come out yes. so that was some uh, exciting news today. Mm-hmm. All right so so Katie you know one of the things that we like to do with the on the network here is we like to kind of talk with Star Wars fans and, and hear we'd love to hear theories has the table just, <laughs> this is not off to a good start. Uh, you know, we love to hear what people's theories are, you know, mm-hmm. what everybody loves. And then, most of all, you know, we'll kind of at, at the end help Star Wars fans connect with each other because, mm-hmm. you know, we do try to promote that positive atmosphere. Um, it, it's so difficult in today's day and age of social media to be negative about everything or to, uh, to have a lot of criticism, but, you know, there's a reason why we're all fans of, you know, Star Wars or, and or other fandoms like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, so it's it probably hard to pinpoint but what what is one of your earliest memories of like Star Wars what what really hooked you
1: actually that's kind of easy to pinpoint um, right before episode one was coming out um, I think they were replaying this older trilogy in theaters and um, my dad actually got me the special edition on VHS yeah yep. very good the fancy Darth Vader case um, so yeah, that was my first sort of introduction, I think I was probably like 9 or 10, um, and yeah, so I, I got to watch the older movies right before the new one came out, um, the new one, episode <laughs> one, um.
0: watch if the prequels are a touchy subject around it.
1: Yes, yes, so I heard. <laughs> I have weird prequel opinions too, so. Oh, man, I have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think episode one is my favorite of the prequel trilogy, <laughs>
0: So, Interesting take.
1: Yep, yep. I think mostly for the the costumes, <laughs> I just love the costume design. So um, that is just huge for me. But um, yeah, so so that was sort of how I got started. I just
0: watched, watched them and watched them and watched them.
1: Yeah, right? that was um, you know definitely my introduction to to it. And then right around the time that episode one was coming out.
0: That's excellent. So, yeah. So, yeah, I've I'm uh, I was born a year before uh, Return of the Jedi came okay. out, so I missed all of them, and actually the funny thing is too, I never actually had the chance to see any of the special editions in the theater, mm-hmm. and we had uh, we had them taped, actually I never had A New Hope on tape, I had the other, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, it was like when it was on NBC, so I had all the commercials and stuff. And it was funny, because our Return of the Jedi didn't even start until, like, 20 minutes in. So, like, when I eventually saw that on VHS, I was like, this feels like a whole new movie.
1: Whoa. Yeah, whoa is right. <laughs> well, mine didn't start for, like, 20 minutes either, because I had George Lucas talking, oh. and you had to, like, fast, yeah, you forward, fast forward. You're like, yeah. okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you, you said some <laughs> talking stuff Talking about, so like, forth. how there's, they changed the special effects and stuff.
0: So, I, I, yeah. yeah. No so menus at that point. <laughs> so, no, that's great. So, any particular... Do you have a favorite character?
1: In the any original of them? trilogy. You know any oh my of them? goodness. Well, I love BB eight. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like adorable. Um I was overly concerned about him the entire movie i was like if anything happens to this droid like that's it <laughs> like i don't know i felt like a concern like he was my pet or something i was well, just like oh he could have
0: been he did yep. purr at one point too it's funny i i think it was one of the uh sometimes i like to watch it with the subtitles on and actually mm-hmm. i think it actually subtitled him at one point like purring purr. or sometimes actually <laughs> if you listen with uh, uh headphones on and you, like if you watch it on like your phone or ipad or something oh you can actually hear it he has like a purr sound to it.
1: so funny well it's funny because they they brought in like saturday night live actors didn't they to like do the uh, the sounds bill
0: Hader yeah. and something else yeah yeah, so.
1: yeah that actually did the sound effects for him so that's really cool
0: yeah he, he definitely resonated with uh star wars fans. so you know going back maybe you know the original trilogy too yeah
1: I wouldn't say I have a favorite character in the original trilogy, um, but I know that when I was growing up and having lightsaber fights with our lightsaber toys, um, I always had to pretend to be Princess Leia, Okay. so yep, I had a white lightsaber, and that was very cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't have lightsaber toys, we just used flashlights, so (laughs) it had the same effect. It had like
1: the whoosh, like it was a bunch of plastic just like pushed up and you would just like flick it with your wrist and it would like expand yeah (laughs) some high-tech stuff
0: (laughs) that's great so let's talk a little bit I mean obviously we we just talked about the the news with uh, entertainment weekly maybe you know right what's kind of in the news right now is kind of the last jedi Mm -hmm. No, not we don't we don't do spoilers on the show and I don't think we know anything anyways I don't pretend to know anything but (laughs) anything in particular you're most looking forward to with that
1: Ooh, everything. Um yeah. I I really like love Kylo Ren. Um so I'm fascinated. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like the bad boy thing or what, but I think he's gonna have a chance to redeem himself and I don't know why, it's just like a gut feeling and um I think I think I'm very interested to see where his character goes.
0: Yeah, I think that's been a lot of uh, a lot of sort excuse me, a lot of Star Wars fans we've talked to. In my own personal opinion, I think I think he will have that uh, that that chance to, to redeem himself. And although I did read one part in that that article today with Anthony Brezakan and actually uh, it got into a little bit about like the the guilt that, that mm. Luke Skywalker has. And and in the article, he basically had even said too that. Um, He felt like his nephew was the next chosen one and he had propped him up and didn't know it was too late until the end Mm -hmm. so it'll be it'll be really interesting because i think he still has that that pull that pull from both sides right
1: and they specifically said that you know in the the Force Awakens, you know, how he was being pulled toward the light and mm-hmm. Leia saying, you know, I can still feel there's light in him. So, yeah, it's... It makes it really interesting. really fascinating. I know. Uh, that balance, I guess.
0: Do you have a Ray theory? Do I what? Do you have a Ray theory?
1: Um, I think she's a Kenobi. Oh, interesting.
0: <laughs> so, let's go into that. So, why do you, why? I love that
1: theory. It's... Um, yeah, I could, I could see her being a Kenobi granddaughter. I did see a meme that had, like, um... You know about how all the Star Wars boys and men um, always—I mean, all the Skywalkers always complain and whine about everything—and they're like, Ray never, never whined or complained, so she must be a Kenobi.
0: <laughs> I know that uh, they've even said too, like you know, with the with the accent, the ability yeah. to um, use the mind trick and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So.
1: There's definitely things that harken back, and her sneaking around the space station like visually that was just like this cue and this harken, harkening back. So,
0: I think if they do have to, um, I think I had talked with maybe maybe Robin about that a couple times before. Oh, no, actually, uh, uh Jim on, mm-hmm. our, on our podcast, we kind of did a whole episode on who we thought Ray's parents were, and we both yep. kind of said you no. Know, she's probably a skywalker but um
1: probably <laughs> one of the things
0: that we had talked about was you know if if it's you know if it's kenobi they have a lot of explaining to do
1: right <laughs> well and you could see like you know once the jedi order kind of fell apart like what's holding him to yeah those rules yeah. necessarily and if anything like you would probably want to if there's only a couple left you'd probably want to pass down those
0: so it's it's feasible it's just i feel like yeah. they uh they have to introduce a lot of new characters. Yeah.
1: Well then we'd get a Kenobi movie, which is like my number one number one. Like, thing. So, I just want an Obi Wan movie with you and McGregor. Yeah,
0: that's that's something like, too. Like, I'm like,
1: why are we getting a Han Solo movie? Like, <laughs> I'm excited for it but rather have an Obi Wan one. Yeah, that's
0: that's a big prevailing uh thought in, in the Star Wars community too. I think for myself I could take it or leave it. Yeah. But tell you what, if they if they used your theory, if Kathleen Kennedy gave you a call and said, uh, "Hey, Katie, what what would you do with this?" You know, what do what do we put in the Kenobi movie? You're like, "Well, you can tell the whole mm-hmm. backstory of the parents and stuff." So exactly. that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't huge on Rogue One either. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to like it, and I tried, but didn't do it for me.
0: Yeah, it's well. That's one thing too. We we kind of talk about too is sometimes. As everything gets so large and there's mm-hmm. so many different things like you can pick and choose what you like you don't have to love everything right. uh, you know like we try to keep things positive but we can still criticize something you can yeah. constructive criticism is yeah. is a good way to put it too and you know with you know we've got you know Marvel comics we've got mm-hmm. all the, the Del Rey novels we've got uh, the television series we've got all the movies right. now um, I'm sure there's you know video games and stuff mm-hmm. like that too um, I'm not much of a gamer, so I'm not even gonna pretend to be. But um, I did play
1: the Old Republic video okay. game. Okay. Yep, that was cool.
0: My my favorite was, uh, and probably like many, was Knights of the Old Republic.
1: Yeah, I yeah. never, I never got into that one. But. It
0: was, it was. I remember when it when it had come out. It was a little hard to get into, but then <laughs> I like. I remember actually playing it and being like. This isn't for me. I came back to it a little bit later. I'm like, oh my god, this is like the best thing ever. That was like
1: single player, like a storyline. Yeah, it was kind like a
0: role okay. role playing type game. So, okay. Yeah. And, and then, then there's there was a big, new one coming out. Yeah. Battle. That battle sounds front. cool. So yeah, I'm. I wish I was good, but I'm sure I'd get schooled <laughs> by a bunch of like eight year olds. So.
1: But so that one's more like it's gonna have the storyline, but then it's there's also. A yeah. So there's a there's a
0: book that they just came out with uh, mm-hmm. Inferno Squad. Okay. Um, I added to my list of books that I'm probably gonna not get a chance to read to for quite a while but that's <laughs> supposed to tell like the, the prequel to the video game basically okay. so getting prequels to video games now it's
1: yeah it's
0: exciting Definitely. so
1: um
0: so you so you think Ray might be a Kenobi that's, yep. that's a good take <laughs> um anything else you know about you know anything else you're looking forward to about the last jedi the last
1: jedi um, I'm interested to see this this new city um, and the whole casino vibe um, I think that could be really cool it sounds sort of different from what we've seen yeah. and I think a lot of the last jedi they've talked about how they're the Force Awakens was kind of like okay, we're reestablishing, mm-hmm. you know, the the storyline and everything. And this sounds like it's something new, and it'll just be interesting to see that new setting and um, new characters. And I've I love traveling to Europe too, so like they filmed in in uh, Dubrovnik and yeah. Croatia, so I'm really excited to see just. Sort of how it fits into the setting and everything.
0: There's a lot of set leaks and stuff out yeah, there, yeah. so I really really wanted to be like la la la, you know. I, just, <laughs> I Don't want to pay any attention to that yeah. whatsoever. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that's going to be pretty cool too. So it'll it'll be interesting to see, you know, what's what's familiar and what's mm-hmm. what's new. But you know, I, I think a lot of the cast has come out and said like you're you're gonna get, you know, as as fans, I think we're gonna get something that's right. new and different, and that's that's exciting because. Um, they can really kind of take it almost anywhere. Right. You know, I, I know that um, I, I'm usually not this uh, this bright or intelligent, but, you know, when we're at the, the Nashville Comic Fest, you know, it, it's almost kind of like a, a campfire where
1: mm-hmm.
0: one person starts a story, you know, J.J. Abrams started the story, and now Ryan Johnson's going to be able to come in and say, well, you know, that's great, let's take this. And it was really just interesting even kind of reading through that Entertainment Weekly article today mm-hmm. with how much was really... Left up to the next person that came along. Yeah, just like, like a that just. That, I, I think for, you know, we're just hours from it being released, and I'm sure there's already uh, Star Wars uh, fans and, and fanboys out there just losing their minds about the <laughs> fact that everything wasn't all, all planned out. But, you know, for me, you know, we all have like kind of our personal theories of, of what we want to happen, but at the end of the day, it's. Uh, we're just consuming what, what they give us right. so we don't really have any say of what's going to happen yeah at least we think we don't anyways but. that's
1: what fan fiction is for just write your own if you're
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> like, you know this is what i want
1: to happen <laughs> exactly
0: i almost feel like uh you know there is a, a a pretty good segment of the community that actually does that and i feel like almost you know for that like you almost have to be just as creative if not more because you have to really understand kind of like um you know the characters and, and the world and stuff like that and then you the, everybody's creativity can kind of go from there and I think that's one of the, the cool things about uh, you know Star Wars is the fact that it's whatever own headcanon is. I right. Mean, yeah yep. you can tell us what what some of the stories are actually it, it, um, the one of the new books coming out this fall it's uh, it's all about Luke Skywalker and he's my okay. favorite character so I'm yep. like I can't wait to pick that up I'll, I'll stop whatever I'm reading at the time to, to read through that and finish it but it's an interesting tape because it's almost like what people it's like almost like a, a Tall Tales version of okay. what he is so it's almost people's uh, observations or they could be making it up or it's like right. you know the telephone game and what's been yeah. told like you know it just gets even more absurd as it as it goes on and, mm-hmm. and then you have to sit there as listening to it it's like well how much of this is really true and mm-hmm. you know
1: that was cool about the force awakens too that they showed you know sort of finn and poe talking about it and ray even just like luke luke skywalker i thought he was a myth and like i think that the producers and the writers kind of went into it thinking okay like what sort of stories would be out there about him and that's a really fascinating thing Um,
0: and and how much of that like although this is a you know this is a a novel that we will be consuming you know as as a fan but then you know in in universe like what do people think about right. that and and even if um and, and some of I wish I was current with all the the novels and stuff out there I, I own them all I just haven't <laughs> read them all I'm probably like about uh, about 10 10 deep right now where I'm I've got them queued mm-hmm. up but um it, it's interesting to kind of see little tidbits through there about um different perspectives of whether it's you know the good or the bad or the you know rebels of the empire and and how they all that and then it's like you have the, the characters and uh it's just it's kind of almost infinitely fascinating
1: yeah and i think i think the movies make it a lot more black and white it's you know these are the good guys and these are the bad guys but when you have like the novels you can really go into the nuances and look at these people who are yeah like they they were raised this way, and, and they do view the Empire as, like, the good guys, and they're bringing order, and so that's really fascinating about the, the novels.
0: And I think it's also, too, it's just, a, you know, another medium where they can dig into things a little bit more, mm-hmm. too. I know for uh, a lot of a lot of fans really wanted to take the Force Awakens movie and then match it right up to the novel and nitpick every little difference, and, you know, and even some of the story group with Lucasfilm is, like listen sometimes the way oh, yeah. that the medium that we're telling the story that mm-hmm. allows us to do different things and it doesn't mean one is right versus the other mm-hmm. and I'm sorry but I don't get that nitty-gritty about things
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I, I'm, I'm lucky that I remember certain things I'm not one of those uh, fans that can tell you every little minute detail of everything me neither <laughs> and you know what that's you know it's one of the really good things too about you know being a fan there isn't a level of, of fandom mm-hmm. if you enjoy something you can enjoy it how you see fit or you know what what group of uh you know friends or groups or communities and you're into that it's and it's also good too usually with podcasts like this it's uh and you know listening to other podcasts you get updated on things you're like oh interesting i never really would have thought about it that way or um even sometimes um you know, just on a lot of things you may have missed. I mean the news cycle is like twenty four seven now. Yeah. Um I don't really think there's enough news in Star Wars to keep up with it twenty four seven, but yeah, some people see, try. I
1: have it as a section on my Google News. Oh there and, you go. But I've been avoiding that because of Game of Thrones spoilers, so I'm like way out of the loop. Um but yeah, I have I have a Star Wars one and then I have a Han Solo movie one mm-hmm. and so but sometimes you definitely notice when it's like a slow news day and they're like I don't know they're really strange random yeah. like leaked plot details blah <laughs> like, all caps
0: it was yeah. uh I think one yeah to, to to your point there too I think one of them recently was uh uh it it re-hit the news again that Warwick Davis was going to be in the Han Solo movie mm. he's been in every Star Wars movie since um you know Return of the Jedi in, in some capacity and um everyone thought that that hadn't been out there, but it you know it was back in April. Right. I think that they announced that he was going to be in it. So
1: yeah, so they're just like rehashing because there's not enough information <coughs> for us.
0: So that's that's one of the good things too, and and why we're you know able to talk about it with stuff like this. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I just had a couple other things too, just I noticed from that <laughs> Entertainment Weekly. I wanted to kind of get your get your thoughts on too. Sure. So. What do you? What are your thoughts, kind of, on like the the dynamic between Ray and, and Luke? I mean, obviously, you don't think that she's a Skywalker, but if she's if she's not, how does how do you think that's gonna go over?
1: I'm nervous because the last line of the last Jedi trailer, um, you know, with, with Luke saying it's time for it to end, mm-hmm. like that just was like a mic drop, and I was like immediately changed the tone, I think. Um, so. That kind of like worries me in one way. I think, I think he just might be this like crotchety old man now. Kind of
0: like get off my lawn.
1: Yeah, It yeah. was funny.
0: There's one picture that they had today that it was funny because it, it showed I don't know. if Did you see the image where she was basically like outside of his door and he's in the door and she's got her oh, staff? No, right I don't there.
1: think I saw that one.
0: It, it was just very much funny. It's like almost like she's asking for like you know a cup of sugar and he's like get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> So.
1: Yeah, I, I I mean, I think she'll win him over and yeah. or change his mind,
0: you know. Oh, it's funny um, you mention that too because one of the, a uh, um, couple of the lines from the article I, had, I wrote down here, so it said even even heroes need to be saved sometimes from themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, it was funny, actually the one headline that was with that, that photo I was just talking about, it said, can Ray save Luke from his own darkness? And it's, mm-hmm. Rey, uh, it's Luke in his little hut there and he's got his dark clothing on and it's almost kind of like that symbolism of, You know, my own personal feeling, too, is, like, she's going to basically help him return, call, you know, call to the, um, um, hero's journey again, basically. So I think that's kind of neat, too. Right. And, uh, but I I really do think he's going to deal with a lot of that guilt. I got to go back now and read that article because it, it didn't come out and spell exactly what happened, but, like, it said a little bit ago, like, I think Luke kind of worries about what did he, what did he do wrong, you know?
1: Right, right. Well, I was really bummed that, um... I don't remember if it was the Force Awakens trailer or at least in the movie in the flashback that we see him with like the burning mm-hmm. building and I really thought we were gonna see that like in the Force Awakens. So I'm hoping we get more Those Lucasfilm execs.
0: They yeah for two straight movies now they've given us a lot of stuff in those trailers. So yeah as much as I'm excited about all these last Jedi trailers, I'm trying to take it with a little bit of grain of salt
1: it could change it could change. Rogue <laughs> One
0: changed a lot
1: right Exactly. but
0: I mean they had a lot of reshoots and, and stuff like that so right. but uh you'd mentioned too that so you mentioned uh, you know kind of like fan fiction and all is that something yeah. that you
1: I've tried to find some and it's just the quality is just not not great like as an, a former editor mm-hmm. I'm just like oh oh dear like put a comma there or like you spell that so wrong <laughs> Yeah, so like, I've been trying to start writing my own stories, um, Mm -hmm. and I think I mentioned one of them is kind of like, my original idea was, um, you know, write the story you want to read, and so I kind of took some Star Wars elements and some Thor elements and like mashed them together into something, and it's become something different, but um, that was sort of my original inspiration, so um, I definitely, like, one of my scenes took, um, you know, a couple characters from different movies that I, mm-hmm. I like and kind of put them in in a scene that i would want to happen yeah. so um definitely sort of an inspiration not necessarily outright like okay fan fiction but like oh if this character and this character were put together like how would they interact kind of thing so yeah
0: and i think there's a lot of it out in the uh, in the community too where they um we should try to put you in touch with a couple of those people i know yeah. there's one in particular that's coming to mind. Um, Uh, She goes by Eve, but she's on a podcast unmistakably Star Wars, and I I think you two would uh, you two would uh, have a lot of good conversations there. One of the things that, like I mentioned, we like to do is help Star Wars fans connect with each other. So there, there's one thing that we've kind of dubbed at the end of our show where we give uh, everybody a chance to kind of tell everybody, you know, where they can find you, like on social media. Like you said, you're, you're working on some writing. Uh, yeah. We've kind of dubbed it plug time. Okay. Robin made a t-shirt at one point, so <laughs> he, he really likes the idea. So, you know, if any of our, uh, any Star Wars fans that are, that are listening that would like to contact you and mm-hmm. get in touch with you on social media, where can they do that?
1: Um, Yeah, like, mostly, I mean, I'm on Facebook a lot, Instagram, and I'm, like, Pinterest crazy, so, and I actually pin a lot of, um, story ideas on Pinterest, so. Great. And I also have a Lost in a Story board that started out as, like, books and reading, but it has morphed into just, like, fandoms of all kind, and that's where I'm throwing all my Star Wars stuff. Um, my Twitter feed is also, like, half professional like work stuff and then half just like Star Wars trailer.
0: That's so the way it should be.
1: Pinterest uh, yeah, Pinterest and Twitter I I would probably be like the best bets. Okay.
0: Yeah. Do but. what do you have what is your Twitter handle? Oh, do what you know is it?
1: Where? I think it's Kay McFarlane was taken, so I had to do I think it's Wanderer Katie. Okay. Yeah. Well I'm sure if I they like search for your wander. name we'll try to include yeah, it in the show yeah, notes definitely. here. So and I can get it to you.
0: Okay. Great. And then also to just make uh, if anybody Hasn't followed me yet, and they'd want to do that. It's uh, Jedi Scavenger SW on Twitter and Instagram, and then obviously we like to plug our own our show and stuff too. So make sure that you head over to iTunes and search for Brick City Blockade, and uh, we'd also really appreciate a uh, rate, comment, whatever you want to do. It helps us get the word out and connect with other Star Wars fans that are that are out there. Uh, quite a few people uh, listen all over the all over the globe, so that's pretty cool, and it's nice that. I mean, Star Wars really is that common language that, you know, a couple strangers can just basically just strike up a conversation and then, you know, it—it it, uh, it's a lot of shared experiences and stuff like that. So that's that's one of the coolest things. Katie, I really want to thank you for taking the time to, uh, to have our sit-down conversation. Yeah. And uh, as we like to uh, close every show out, may the Force be with you. May
1: the Force
0: be with you. Always. <laughs>